We in? Hey, what's up? What's going on? What's good? What's cracking? Hello. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Chris and Kyle show. He is Chris and I am Kyle. Yeah. And we're doing a podcast. That's us. <laughs> hey, did you know that we're doing a and a episode this month? Are we really? Yeah. We're doing our See, first. See what we just did. That was a Q and an A. I yeah, did it. I it did was. the Q and you had the A. Yeah. Was, yeah. Good work, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're doing our first ever Q and A episode at the end of August. So, uh, you know, if people like wanted to ask us questions of any level of zaniness or wackiness or weirdness, all questions are welcome. As yeah. many as possible, please. If they wanted to ask them. All they have to do is like all three of you put them in a YouTube comment or like Facebook or like tweet us or like do a review on on a podcasting app with a question in it. Like any 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 place where you can put words. I'm welcoming all questions as uh, simple or as complex. As what? As simple as what's your favorite color? As complex is if you were any historical figure, who would you want to not be? Holy shit. That's a tough one. Who died really, really bad? Here's the thing. Cause like, who had like a really shitty death? I mean, that would suck. Like, you wouldn't want to be Jesus, I wouldn't want right? to live before air conditioning, one. So all of those people... Yeah. So you definitely wouldn't the, want to be Jesus. Yeah. No, I wouldn't want to be your, Jesus. Like your entire life up to the crucifixion is already tortured because there's no AC. Yeah. Right. And then you actually get tortured. Yeah. But that maybe a life without AC will like prepared you for it. Maybe. Also, you're the son of God. So that's true. Um, <laughs> my life is AC. <laughs> see, like my first thing was like, I wouldn't want to be Adolf Hitler. But the thing is, if I were Adolf Hitler, right. And I still had the same kind of like, maybe I could just be like, Hey, Guys, let's maybe let's not do all of this. Well, like awful I, stuff. I thought you were gonna say if you could be any historical figure, who would you be? And I was like, can I just be Jeff Bezos and then like yeah. be nicer with my money than him? Uh huh. Because that'd be dope. I'd have to look like him then, though. Be kind of a bummer. Does he not? Amazon employees are like always complaining about shit. Really? Yeah, like I all the fucking time. Like apparently working for Amazon sucks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Instead of like building luxury spaceships. Pay them like three more dollars an hour or something. I don't know. Or like stop with the weird. They have like really crazy strict demands on the job and shit. <clears throat> and they working at Amazon really wild. Anyway, if you want us to ask us questions like that, that lead to thought provoking discussion like we just had. Do it. Yep. Do it. Send them in. Also, there's a poll. Go vote on it. Do you want us to do a spoiler episode on Neon Gen- Genesis? Evangelion, I got through it. Mm-hmm. Or Cowboy Bebop, we're doing anime special this month. I like how like the difference between like the complexities of how to say those two anime titles. Cowboy Bebop's really easy. Cowboy Bebop, really easy. Like the the last easy, easy. Come on, man! You can't oh, say something's easy while sorry. you can't say easy. Well, it's way easier than saying Bebop. <laughs> I mean, it's barely a word. Oh, this is sounds. What are you drinking? That's dude? a fucking strawberry lemonade, dude. Yeah, it's fucking good. Drink some strawberry. It's fucking lemon. good. I, I bought some like pre-made cold brew. 
whack. Not good. Not good. I'm I'm finishing it like because I I, I want to get it out of the fridge, you know. And yeah. it's not. You gave up on that fucking not drinking coffee pretty quick then. Yeah. Oh well. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Like I said, I'll drink coffee when I want. You mentioned that there was a movie you wanted to talk about. Hell yeah, dude! The movie that I just watched. Yeah. Like we just we had to go through a, a spoiler episode. We just record yeah. the one that's going to come out on Thursday. Yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Look forward to it. Yeah, uh, and I, I Hollywood. Had, I, I'm, I was hoping that I had like some tertiary excitement coming off of what I just watched. I watched a movie called Miss Stevens. This is a movie Ms. That, Stevens. Yeah, Miss Stevens. Um, so with a V or a PH? What? You heard me. Uh, with a V. Nice. Stevens with a V. I don't know why I thought you meant like Miss with a V or a PH. And I was like, that's neither. Why would. <laughs> um, oh, this sounds like something I would like. Uh, dog. This sounds like something I would like. Dog. This is this might be a sleeper for like, you might watch it and want to do a spoiler episode right after it. Timothy Chalamet. So. All right. So Miss Stevens is a movie that I saw the trailer for this a long time ago. Probably a year ago. It was made in 2016, and it's a really small movie. It came. Uh, it was actually released in the South by Southwest Music Festival that's done in Austin, right? Uh, and it was nominated for three different awards, but it won the Best Actress Award. Uh, the, was it Lily the woman, Rabe? Lily Rabe, who is the uh, the lead actress in this movie. The titular Miss right? Stevens. Um, yeah, the, the titular Miss Stevens. <laughs> um, uh she gives a, an incredible performance. The original reason why I was really interested in this Timothy movie Chalamet. was my boy, Timothy Chalamet, who I'm a huge fan T- of. T. Chalamet. I've, what have you seen Timothy Chalamet in? Uh, beautiful Boy. Um, motherfucking. Because uh, you have Lady not. Lady Bird, Interstellar. I have not seen Call Me By Your Name. Call Me By Your Name is probably the biggest one that you haven't seen from yeah. him. Yeah. Um, he's going to be he's, in the Dune movie that's coming out, though. Yeah. He is just fucking rocketed uh yeah, these past uh yeah. two years yeah. um he's this really, movie, he's really good man so he's this really movie miss stevens miss stevens i have to say this was uh written and directed by a woman named julia hart who has a couple movies in uh production but this is probably her her, her biggest, biggest movie. thing so far and yeah. even though it's a, it's her biggest movie this movie is where'd you watch it where'd you watch it netflix netflix so cool. it's available on netflix I cannot fucking recommend this movie enough, but the weird thing is, okay, so this movie is a 91% from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's like a 67% Classic, baby. from from the audience. Yeah, it was on IMDb, it's like a 6.6. 6. 6, yeah. It's a 6.6 on IMDb. So, And I don't really get it. This movie is, uh, I, I don't know how to describe it other than it being like, it's, it's, it's just this little cute little blip of a movie. Um, it's like, I would compare it to like a, like a Little Miss Sunshine. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Little Miss Steven Sunshine? But it's just, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's just so um, realistic and it kind of like goes back and forth from being really pessimistic and realistic and like sort of in that balance. It sort of straddles that, that fence. Um, and it just very much captures the, the sort of awkwardness mm-hmm. of high school even though like there's only like one scene that happens in a high school it's a the field trip movie, it says right huh it says a field trip yeah, on it's the a field trip to like this uh drama competition and uh the the it's between uh the teacher right miss stevens who's like 29 years old uh you can kind of pick up off the from the bat like she's kind of sad mm-hmm. you know she's not like necessarily like 
fulfilled. She's just not going through the best go in life, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's not like it's not a super heavy movie. This movie is really it goes down it, it goes down smooth, um, and it's really fucking quick. I mean, it's like what, eighty minutes or some shit like oh, that. Oh wow! Um, but the performances from fucking like top to bottom really good. Uh, you have Lily Rabe, uh, Rabe, yeah, uh, as T. the Shally. titular character, uh, Timothy Chalamet. Uh, you have uh, these two other actors that play two other high schoolers because it's uh, the the teacher as well as three high schoolers and Timothy Chalamet plays one of them. Boy, Oscar's in it, dude. Right. Oscar Nunez. Hell yeah. Uh, and, and another Oscar. Or Rob Hubel. actor. Uh, Rob Hubel, uh, who is uh, Holly Flax's yeah. boyfriend yeah. in The Office. And is like notorious plays just every TV show you can think of, he plays the idiot goofball on it. Mm-hmm. Like he just always plays a weirdo. He is kind of cast in like an interesting, like like he perfectly fits into the role that he's given here, but it's definitely not a goofball. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'll, the synopsis would, just says a heartbroken teacher chaperones a group of high schoolers to a state drama yeah, competition. So I read that and I was like, that's a movie for me. This is how I would sell this movie. Imagine being like a, like a 29 year old female teacher, mm-hmm. right? And you have to bring like, a group of three kids in your own car mm-hmm. to a drama competition. And, uh, and imagine how awkward that would be. Imagine having to deal with that, like the sort of line of what is appropriate and what is inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a, it's a weird line, build, right? The difference between being on a bus and in a car. Yeah. That's weird. It's like well, a weird, it's super, it's very intimate. personal. Yeah. It's very intimate. Um, and not only that, like like going on a road trip with these three kids that you know you're normally spending in a classroom with a whole bunch of other kids, yeah. right? Um, but imagine uh, fucking going to a drama competition with them, trying to teach them about drama and share stories with them, and going to dinners with them, mm-hmm. and fucking staying in a hotel with them, right? Uh, imagine sort of like these all of these little intimate interactions that you have with these kids, and how that would work out and how awkward that would be mm-hmm. and like and if you're also going through something like yeah. like sort of depressing i might watch this out. like after we record dog, this it's <laughs> like <laughs> dog i that's so up my alley dude uh fucking when i saw the trailer for this i the one thing that really i, I was like oh timothy chalamet and sort of like this like sort of offbeat indie mm-hmm. comedy like it's like a dramedy i would say dramedy um but there is a part in the trailer that hooked me mm-hmm. where Timothy Chalamet does the Chaplin walk. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Chaplin has like a specific walk. like Charlie Chaplin? Charlie Chaplin um, has a specific mm-hmm. walk that he does. Mm-hmm. And fucking Timothy Chalamet does that. Nails while it. He's, like there's a scene where uh, he's like trying to cheer the teacher up. And he's like, he's like, Miss Stevens, I... I my hand it just it has this <laughs> I, I can't control it it has That's to true. knock on doors it has to go and <laughs> knock on doors and then he starts running down the, the hotel room and like jumping off of mm-hmm. the walls and stuff um, and he does this like weird little chaplain walk and when I saw that I was like I gotta see this I gotta movie. see this movie I, I need to see yeah. there is and so not only do you get that um, like you get Timothy Chalamet playing the what, what, what is it what the more? most likable character he's ever played um, he plays so many unlikable characters He's very likable in this, but he's also like, you're like, kid, you got to chill out here. <laughs> also, that's, a, that's also a very Timothy Chalamet thing, uh-huh. right, though? Like, he always plays somebody who needs to but chill like, out. Imagine him, like, so imagine a more Timothy Chalamet uh, character than a, a troubled high school kid. Mm-hmm. 
that is that is also a really talented actor yeah. in the movie. So actual uh, maybe so not only do you get that uh, throughout the movie, um, but you get him doing a monologue from Death of a Salesman. Okay. <laughs> and he fucking nails it, yeah. dude. So you get like a really good, uh, just and, and, and the movie lingers. It just lets you, mm-hmm. and, it, and it plays with the, it, there's, there's good music and um, yeah. It, and it doesn't, it, it's not, it's not preachy. It doesn't, it's not too in your face. I think you would really fucking enjoy it. No, it sounds like it's I like really right up my alley. Yeah. I really liked it. Go. Oh, that's cool. I literally might watch that after we record. <laughs> and it's one of those movies that like, I, it, I, I almost, I don't want to karate kid it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to like build it up to be this like really mm-hmm. amazing movie that you have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously there were certain people that were really disappointed with it, but it's also not like it's a movie that you're like, Oh, this seems like a cute movie. I'll watch it. Yeah. And then you're just kind of like blown away by like the, all the subtle things that it does. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I just fucking really enjoyed it. It might also be like, just like, just like the, you know how like the, there's certain times when you, when you have a craving, right. Mm-hmm. And it just like, you watch something, mm-hmm. you listen to something and it's like, this is exactly what I want yeah, yeah, to listen yeah, yeah, to right yeah. now. I kind of had that moment cool. with this movie. I watched a couple things this week too. Some in theaters. Yeah. I saw Pole Loser yesterday. The Pole Loser? Yeah. It didn't win our poll. What was that? Yesterday. Oh, oh. I thought you said you saw something no, no, no. yesterday. No, no, no. And I was like, wait, no, the you movie saw yesterday. In my head, I knew what I knew that you had seen yesterday, way before yesterday. Yes. Today. Mm-hmm. I saw yesterday and I saw the art of self defense. Mm-hmm. Both are good. I think Yesterday is like, it's like really simple and yeah. sweet, you know, kind of exactly what you would expect. Going I saw it. yesterday, Friday and Friday yesterday. Whoa. What? Yesterday was Saturday. Wild. And I saw the art of self-defense though. Really I saw the, the day after tomorrow, the Friday after next. <laughs> <laughs> the art of self-defense is really good. It's weird. Uh, it's like very unique. I, I told you a little bit about like the dialogue is weird. Like the way people talk, they're like, so like overly specific about the things they're doing they're, they they self-explain things. it's very weird mm-hmm. strange movie Jesse yeah. Eisenberg is very good in it yeah um, Imogen Poots is good in it ooh I like Imogen Poots yeah she's really good mm. um, yeah it's it's a good movie I liked it a lot I liked it more than yesterday 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 is like the kind of movie that like anybody can watch and enjoy yeah it's just but it's you know it's just a simple sweet mm. movie right. plus like I have a huge crush on Lily James and she's in it so you know. Yep. Yep. What do you? That'll, what else? What else do you need? That'll do it. That that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've, I've seen a, a few movies. Um, fucking recently, I watched a movie called All the President's Men, also on Netflix. It didn't like blow me. I don't. I don't want to use the word "blow me away" with Miss Stevens because I want you to like. I want people to watch tempered it, expectations. With tempered expectations and just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it's like I don't know. Like in my head, I was like, "What? Is, what can I compare this experience to?" When I was watching Miss Stevens, and I was like, "If I was like in like a like a hotel like uh, motel like, Holiday Inn." Well, no, if I was in like a hotel lobby, right? And then I heard someone playing the piano. Yeah. Right, and it was like a like a like a, I don't know, like like for some reason I'm there on a Tuesday morning. Okay. Right. And yeah. you know, like I'm kind of all by myself in like a, a new city, right? And I hear someone play the piano. It's an, and it's a nice like soft piano and I hear off in the distance. That's what I would explain. Like, that's the experience experience that I get from Miss Stevens. It's such like a weird, like I was like, man, this is, is there any, this is delightful, but it's not like, like, you know, like it's not 
Like you're not gonna see this. Uh, it's not gonna win any best pictures. That movie made fucking four thousand dollars in the box office. Oh wow, four thousand dollars. It got a limited release and it got four thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, also interesting fucking enough. Uh, one of the writers, so uh, the fucking Julia Hart wrote and directed, but one of the other writers that did the the screenplay was Jordan Horowitz. Does that name that sounds familiar? Sounds familiar, right? Yeah. Do you know what he did? No. He's more of a producer than he is like a, a okay. actual like a writer director, right? But he's a producer. He produced La La Land. Oh, okay. He was the guy at the Oscars that was holding the that was at the mic, oh, right? Oh, when they said actually, and he was like, "No, no, no, Moonlight no, guys. won. I'm he being like, serious. He's like, yeah. I'm being serious. Moonlight won Best Picture. Yeah, like he was the guy that that did that. Who? Yo, he handled that well. Yeah, he props handled to that dude. Fucking really well. Yeah, props um, to that dude. Yeah. So okay. And he also fucking uh, helped write this. So good for you, man. Yeah, and I think he also he produces a lot of Julia Hart's uh, upcoming work. So okay, okay. I'm so he excited like, to. He like got his eyes on her, and he's like, "This girl's gonna do something." Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Um, yeah. you want to talk about some of these upcoming movies? Uh, I'll, well, some other movies that I watched. Oh, so that's watched, right. All okay, the President's Men. All the President's Men, which is uh, old uh, fucking Robert Redford, Dustin Hoffman movie. Oh, about. is this when you walked out here and you were like, "Dustin Hoffman's underrated"? Oh yeah, <laughs> so, oh yeah. Because like, he's just a sleeper that? dog. No, he he he's not brought up in the goat conversation enough. He's been in so much good stuff. Rain Man. Fucking uh, meet the Fockers. <laughs> <laughs> so much good shit. Oh, but seriously, like the graduate. I just watched him. The graduate. I just watched him in Chef. I just watched Graduate. The Graduate is a really good comparison. I just for, watched Chef last week for Miss Stevens. Oh, okay. I, I thought about that. The Graduate's a really good uh, comparison for Miss Stevens because it's like, it's kind of like a like a, a cute like sort of like delightful movie, but it's like there's a lot of like malaise in there, and there's like some sadness as well. Mm-hmm. Like, and you you're 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 seeing that through the main, but it's not like overly. It's not depressing. It's not really. No, it's it's malaise is probably yeah. the best. Um, like you can tell that this person's sort of like unfulfilled, and they're kind of like going yeah. through a rut. Yeah. Um, and there's, yeah, I, I would compare it to the graduate. It's probably okay. a good comparison, uh, but all the president's men, it's actually a really interesting movie because it's, uh, so it's about the, the whole Watergate scandal Oh, okay. and, uh, Woodward and Bernstein Who when they're working Nixon? at the Washington post. Huh? Who plays Nixon? Who plays Nixon? I don't know if they have anybody play Nixon or is it just, like, is it just, just like audio show. and shit or clips of him. So the most interesting thing about all the president's men is like the fact that they do this entire movie. The entire movie is about Woodward and Bernstein who work at the Washington. They're Post. the guys who broke all the news, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, uh, but the entire movie is basically just investigative journalism, which is, like, it, is it like spotlight. I really yes, like, I like, really like spotlight. Yeah. Spotlight was a good fucking movie. Very similar. Very similar to Spotlight. Uh, 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 the Post is probably another g- good example because um, it's literally about the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. But um, the, yeah, there's just a lot of, pretty much the entire movie is just fucking phone calls and conversations. Okay. That's it. Like, it, it, and it's still really gripping and cinematic. Yeah. Um, That's cool. Dustin Hoffman fucking kills it. Robert Redford's fucking uh, as charming as always. Um. Yeah, I watched that. I watched a, a fucking old uh, Chaplin movie called Shoulder Arms. Shoulder Arms? Yeah, Shoulder Arms. So he, it's like him uh, in the military. Okay. Um, it's a fucking really early Chaplin movie. But one of the things that like 
fucking like doesn't exist anymore. Like cha- that chaplain was like amazing at. Um, and I sort of talked, brought this up with like the Timothy Chalamet thing because he was like so. Is it like the physicality? The physicality, and not just like his physical humor. So like Jim Carrey was like a good physical mm-hmm. comedian, but it wasn't just physical comedy um, that Chaplin was good with, but it was visual comedy. Okay. So there was like a bit in Shoulder Arms that I fucking, I, I, it got me because it was mm-hmm. like just really fucking funny. There's so he plays like this military guy, um, and he they're going against the French or some shit, right? Um, and Chaplin is a majority of the movies like in the trenches. Um, okay. Remind, reminded me a lot of a Kubrick movie called Paths of Glory. Um, but it's obviously like much older. Um, but this, uh, I guarantee you Kubrick has seen this movie. Has seen shoulder arms. Shoulder arms. Guarantee. Yeah. I would guess. Yeah. Um, very different movies, mm-hmm. but, uh, Chaplin does this thing where he, uh, he's firing at the, uh, the French from the trench. Right. And he fire at the French from the trench. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right next to Judy Dench. What? <laughs> <laughs> Dench, Judy Dench. I can rap about Chaplin all day. Um, but anyways, so, uh, he's firing at the French right from the, from the trench and with Dame Latuti. You see him raise his rifle, right? And you see him fire once. And then he has like a little piece of chalk and he fucking makes a little mm-hmm. scratch. Like he's making tallies, right? Yeah. So he shoots one time, makes it a little tally shoots another time makes a tally shoots again makes a tally right shoots again makes a fourth tally mm-hmm. right and then when he rises back up to fire his rifle his helmet gets shot off okay and then he immediately like erases one of the tallies <laughs> what <laughs> because like he thought he killed someone oh okay yeah and then, and then, then that shot guy him. shot him and then yeah. he was like okay. oops yeah <laughs> okay so like and that's good and that that was like you don't see that kind of shit. Like yeah. you don't a lot of the comedy that you see nowadays is very much dialogue driven. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even and, and a lot of it's like physical. Like and yeah. even the physical comedy is much more slapstick. Which there, I mean, there was a lot of that with with Chaplin and guys like Buster Keaton and Harold Lloyd. Um, but man, like it's it's so. What I think a lot of people don't really understand with those guys is how fucking like they're fucking athletic as shit, mm-hmm. like and and coordinated the the things that fucking like Chaplin and Buster, Ke- especially Buster Keaton, dude. Like he's someone who would fucking ride on the fucking front of trains yeah. and that like they were just so innovative and talented and coordinated and ballsy to fucking to do all of these crazy different stunts. They're like Tom um, Cruise, yeah. Yeah. Flying jets, baby. Pretty much. Pretty much. There's no way that he's flying a jet, dog. He's flying jets, dude. What are you talking about? Ain't no way. Why don't you believe that? Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Why dude. don't you think Tom Cruise can fly a jet? Has he been training his entire life? Yeah. Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. What's dog? the difference between a motorcycle and a jet? Pretty much nothing. Exactly. That's a good point. Exactly. That's a good point. All right, let's talk about some of these other upcoming stuffs. Let's talk about Jojo Rabbit. All right. As as Taika Waititi uh, pitches it, an anti-hate satire. Yeah. You have to pitch it that way, right? That's a thing that you have to, like, if you're making a, uh, a comedy where you're playing Adolf Hitler, like, you have to throw that out immediately right you're like this is anti-hate yeah just so you know okay yeah. now let's yeah now let's have fun yeah um so this is uh, written directed by tiga watiti uh the guy who made thor ragnarok hunt of the wilder people mm-hmm. what we do in the shadows uh 
it seems more in the vein of like a hunt of the wilder people maybe it's it, it, it's got that of the it's got like that have you seen it no but like it's not thor ragnarok you know what it reminded me of it's like of, a wes anderson movie is what it seems like to me moonrise Dog. kingdom exactly that's exactly what of i the thought costumes of. and stuff the, the costumes and yeah. then fuck it um Sam Rockwell like reminded yep. me of Ed, yep. uh, what's his Norton uh, Edward Norton Ed, Ed Norton yeah yeah dude I fucking I love Sam Rockwell so much I love him so much solid. he's so good he's solid man yeah dude when when Joe when when Taika comes out as Hitler in this mm-hmm. trailer it's so funny like I saw him as Hitler so or, like, to, clar- to Hitler. clarify for people Taika Waititi is playing a kid named Jojo has an imaginary friend who takes the form of Adolf Hitler. And Taika Waititi is playing him. The kid just like calls him Adolf. He's like, how are you doing Adolf? It's like so weird. Yeah, and he like seems delightful. Like it's Yeah, it's, he it's, seems it's, really <laughs> delightful. Yeah, yeah. It's so and ridiculous. Like, I, I saw like uh, some like somebody was like, you know, Taika, why are, why are you the one playing Hitler in this? I don't I mean, know why I keep bringing up Chaplin in this episode. Have you ever seen The Dictator? Uh, no, the great but I know what you're talking called? about. Yeah. There's like a really famous scene. Yeah, where it's he, like where a famous Chaplin movie. plays Hitler, and yeah. he's like playing with like a little uh, like uh, blow up world, like a little like inflatable mm-hmm. world, and he's like like dancing with it, and it's like a really good yeah. um, like metaphorical satire. But but Jojo yeah. Rabbit, YTD was talking about playing Hitler, and he was like, "Well, you know, as a Jew, I thought this would piss him off the most." <laughs> He was like, I can't think of a better fuck you to that guy. <laughs> so, Taika Waititi is a Jew? Yeah, apparently. He's Jewish. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Is he New Zealand? Is he from New Zealand or I think Australia? He's, New Ze- he's either New Zealand or Australia. I think he's New Ze- from New Zealand, though. I, I, like, I know the Flight of the Concords guys are from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And they're friends. So, I'm going to guess they're he's friends. from New Zealand. Yeah, but Chris Hemsworth's from Australia. And oh, they're no. Friends, and they're friends. Oh, no. <sighs> Can that happen? Is that allowed? I think they get along well, okay. New Zealanders and Australians. They just don't like to be confused? Probably. As each other? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I do a, know that it it's... It seems really fun. This I do know really that it's currently fun. winter there, and I'm jealous of that. Yeah, that would be nice. You ever think about that? Like, how the Southern Hemisphere is in the opposite season? I always... I don't... I mean, like, that's... What does it doesn't? It just weirds me, me out a little bit. It, it's kind of weird, I guess. It's uh sort of strange. We know it really gets me though. How like you know how like when you uh, flush a toilet or you see like water go down yeah the, the water goes the opposite direction the right yeah, on the other crazy. on the other southern hemisphere that's nuts. that's weird yeah fucking mag- explain that flat out mag- magnetism and shit yeah that's wild yeah explain that fucking Kyrie there's a fucking uh, flat Earth documentary on Netflix I was scrolling through Netflix and I, I saw. The documentary on Netflix. I didn't watch it. Why not, dude? Open your mind. Uh, as I don't know. Quanto, I'm not ready. As Quanto, I'm not ready say, for the dude. truth. Open your mind. I'm not ready for the truth. Um, I did watch like a little bit of the. You know how like they play little trailers when you yeah, like, the, the, dude. Your that mouse sometimes over? that pisses me off. Yeah, but that Netflix like automatically annoying. plays shit. Drives me crazy. Annoying, right. So like it, I I watched like five seconds of like their little trailer that they mm-hmm. show on Netflix, right? And it was just a dude standing on a beach, and they're like all, and he was like all of these. He he had a flat Earth society fucking okay. shirt on, right? Okay. And he was like, uh, all of these scientists want to come up with uh, to us with math. Right, and this is what we got. We say, "Look, we can see Seattle for real." I don't know what that means, but he said that, and it seems dumb. <laughs> Could you see Seattle in the shot at least? I, I, no, <laughs> <laughs> he was on a beach, dude. 
He was pointing out to the ocean. I didn't see Seattle. Yeah, that makes no sense. Where are you standing that you're pointing over the ocean to get to Seattle? Are you in Japan? But then again. What? (laughs) My eyes are closed. I'm not ready for the truth. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just a fucking government shit. All right. You want to know the truth, dude? What is that? Mr. Rogers was the truth. He was the fucking truth, dog. How'd How'd you feel about that trailer? The, seems great. Seems great, right? Seems delightful. You've seen the documentary, right? I dog. I, I feel have not so seen bad. It and I, I feel really so, want to watch it. I feel so 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 bad because I started watching that trailer, cried a couple times, or the the, the, the documentary, movie. right? Yeah. Uh, I started watching it. What is the documentary called? Uh, Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? Right. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> I cried a couple times, dog. I didn't see the last ten to fifteen minutes because I was watching it on a plane, and the plane. Oh landed. no. And what sucked was like, I was like, we were on the runway for like fucking another 45 minutes. Yeah, and you minutes. were like, let me watch the end of this fucking documentary. It wouldn't, it wouldn't let me fucking pull up the screen Ugh. again. It was lame as shit, dog. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I know. Um, so I got to track that down watch the yeah. end of that documentary. I want to watch and it And I'm really definitely going to watch his fucking Tom Hanks yeah. shit. So apparently this movie starring Tom Hanks about Mr. Rogers, which like, can you, is there a better human being to play Mr. Rogers than the, the, the nicest human being on the planet? They were like, who's just the... Yeah. The most charming, nice person, kind, kind guy that yeah. we can find. Tom Hanks, Tom fucking yeah. Hanks, who's also like always in biopics. He plays mm-hmm. so he's been in so many biopics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, wa- I was watching this trailer and I was like, I've never seen an episode of Mr. Ro- Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. I I think we're a little too young for it. Never ever. No. I never think, ever. No, not that I can think of. I think that it was like a little bit before our childhood. <clears throat> I've seen a couple episodes though, but you weren't like an avid. You weren't you weren't rolled uh, up to the neighborhood after school and shit. Uh, I don't know. I've probably seen more of that than I have like Lizzie McGuire. Wow. I've, seen, I've seen some Lizzie McGuire. Wow, my boy Gordo. Yeah, busting out of the friend zone in that movie. Uh-huh. Good for you, Gordo. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just Such completely derailed me, dude. Yes. So, like, I was watching this trailer. And I was like, I have to watch the documentary and then watch this movie because like the trailer was that enticing to me. And I was like, this dude is just so fucking nice, yeah. such a good dude with creepy puppets. And like the most like weirdly unsettling thing that you have to like grasp is the fact that this dude is just kind. There's nothing. Yeah. Like, there's, there's nothing nefarious. There's no. Yeah. There's no nefarious. Like, well, because if if you were to like paint a picture of a person and say, guess what. He was a pedophile, yeah. and you painted the idea of this dude. It would be somebody like Mr. Rogers. Yeah, people would be like, yeah, I get it. Dude wearing sweaters, always being nice to yeah. fucking kids and shit. Yeah, but he wasn't. Playing he with was dolls, just a fucking good guy. Like with train sets and shit like that? Yeah. yeah. It would definitely be someone like Mr. Rogers. Yeah. And then you're just like, oh, no, fucking Mr. Rogers was just the kindest person. Yeah. And I'm an asshole for being this yeah. cynical. Like, so, he's someone who's so kind. He, you're like, oh, man, why am I so tainted? Yeah. So apparently this movie... um is based on a true story. The journalist in the movie, played by Matthew Reese from The Americans, he's like, that guy was a real guy who wrote an actual, like, uh, article, like, wrote an actual piece about Mr. Rogers and was actually going through a really hard time in his life and Mr. Rogers apparently, like, really helped him through it. Mm. So I'm, I think this movie's gonna be actually more about him than Mr. Rogers. It's gonna be more about how Mr. Rogers affected his life Mm -hmm. and it just seems like it's gonna be really good. Doug, I saw a little comic that someone made of uh, of Mr. Rogers interacting with Thor, right? Like Mr. Rogers like comes out onto onto his roof, the mm-hmm. roof of his house, right? And Thor's like just chilling, 
Um, and uh, Mr. Rogers is like, Thor, is that you? And then uh, Thor's like, oh, yes, I was just checking on this neighborhood, making sure that everyone's <laughs> safe. Um, and uh, he, he's like, oh, okay, cool. Can I, can I come out and sit with you and uh, have a little talk? And, like, and Thor's like, yeah, yeah. Um, and then uh, Mr. Rogers is like, oh, is this, is this your hammer? He lifts it. Um, <laughs> and, and he's like, he's like, can I hold it? And he was like, sure, sir. But, uh, you know, m- many find it very heavy. And then he was like, well, I don't find it heavy at all. And he like picks he it up. He picks it up. That's right. amazing. Yeah. He, and he picks it up. And, uh, and he's like, wow, that's actually very impressive. And, and Mr. Rogers is like, well, life is kind of like that sometimes, right? How, you know, some things are more difficult for others. And, but, you know, just because someone can't lift your hammer doesn't mean that they're talented in something else as well. And, oh Thor, and Thor has like a little moment and he's like, you know what? I appreciate your counsel, <laughs> Mr. Rogers. That's so good. That's an amazing <laughs> yeah. little comment. It was re- yeah, it was really fucking wholesome. Yeah, that's really great. great. Um, oh, man, that's so good. Yeah, so I want to like watch that. Mm-hmm. I want to watch Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers with Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Yeah. Fat Thor, dude. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's, what, that's all Fat Thor needs. He needs to talk to Mr. Rogers. Oh, damn. Yeah. Stop playing fucking Fortnite with fucking... <laughs> Boner Lover 69 or whatever that kid's name is in that movie. <laughs> All right. Let's jump from one historical figure to another. One of the most gangster people in the history of American history. That was reductive. Redu- redundant. God. <laughs> it was not reductive. It was redundant. Oh, I'm talking about Harriet Tubman. Yeah. Film called Harriet coming out. Yeah. Biopic about Harriet Tubman. Mm-hmm. And let me get the name of this lead actress right because is she in anything else? She she, I've like, seen her in um, El Royale, Bad Times at the El Royale. Oh, she's in that movie. Yes. Okay. Cool. Her name is Cynthia Arivo. If I'm pronouncing that right, Arivo, Arivo, Arivo. She was also in Widows last year. I don't know what that is. I, don't, I didn't see it, but I, it came out last year. Those are like the biggest things that she's been in, though. Mm-hmm. She's really good in Bad Times. She sings. She's a great singer. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's playing Harriet Tubman. Janelle Monae is in this movie. Uh-huh. My boy Leslie Odom Jr. from yeah. Hamilton is in this movie. Yeah. Aaron Burr, sir. What else is he in? I feel like I know him Leslie from Leslie Odom Jr.? Yeah. Because um, I, I don't know anything about yeah. Hamilton, really. Maybe I just, I've seen him tertiarily because of Maybe. that. Maybe. Uh, oh, you saw Murder on the Orient Express, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's in that. Oh, he's in that. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. He was he good in that. Dr. Arb- yeah. Arbuthnot? Arbuthnot? Dude, he was in Red Tails. Remember Red Tails? Yeah. It's not a very good movie. I never saw it. Oh, okay. All right, anyway. What do you think of that Harriet Tubman trailer? Or just Harriet? It, it seems fine. Looks like a biopic, right? Yeah. But it, like... It could end up being like Red Tails. I'm surprised there hasn't been a Harriet Tubman movie right? before. I was just thinking that. Like... She's like insanely influential and important yeah. in American history. It's like like where are all the werewolf movies at, right? Yeah, where right. are all the Harriet Tubman movies? Where, where are all the fucking Harriet Tubman movies? <laughs> Very surprising. But yeah, I really like Cynthia Erivo. She's uh, she's really good. So I'd be interested in seeing it just just for her. Mm-hmm. See her take on it. Janelle Monae. Yeah, she's in it. I said Janelle that. Janelle I said that. You just don't listen to me. Uh, I I go through my own. <laughs> all right. Let's give a little teaser because we're doing Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as our spoiler episode this week, but next week we're doing Zombieland because the trailer for Zombieland 2 Double Tap came out. You like that trailer? Yeah. It's a fun fucking trailer. Yeah. So I have never seen Zombieland or had never seen Zombieland. Yeah. That trailer came out and I was like, dude, 
I gotta watch Zombieland. Yeah. I did. Fucking loved it. Really it enjoyed the movie. Very good. Now, I'm super hyped for Zombieland 2. <laughs> now you understand the reference of Double Tap. Yes, I mm-hmm. get the Double Tap thing. I understand the rules reference in the trailer. Yep. Um, I don't know how Zoe Deutsch is alive. That just seems a little weird. Right. She seems like a huge bimbo. I'm not going to be surprised if it's an elaborate ploy. Emma Stone and Abigail Breslin-esque from the first movie, right? Uh-huh. I wouldn't be surprised if if she ends up being like cunning trickster. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's got some some Slytherin in her. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel you. A little Slytherin. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love the cast. Of like, uh, one of my favorite things about this trailer was the way they introduced all the characters. Oscar nominee Woody Harrelson. Oscar nominee Jesse Eisenberg. Oscar nominee Abigail Breslin. Oscar winner. Or they said Academy Academy Award winner Emma Stone, and then they just like start shooting zombies. It's really mm-hmm. good, yeah. but like they're all really good. I don't know Abigail Breslin super well. I love Emma Stone; she's one of my favorite actors. I love Woody Harrelson. Jesse Eisenberg's really good. Well, Miss Sunshine. I love. I really the like Af- Zoe Deutsch. Aforementioned, uh, aforementioned Little Miss Sunshine, Abigail Breslin. Yes, she. That's what her Oscar nomination was yeah. for. Yeah, uh, I really like Zoe Deutsch a lot. The I don't know if you recognize the dude with the weed. The dude, with the, the hot weed. dude with the weed. He's a Disney channel. He's from actor. Nickelodeon. He's from oh. Victorious. Basically, the show that Ariana Grande and Victoria Justice were on. Yeah, yeah. I watched. That. I watched every episode of that show with my sisters. Every episode. When I lived at home. Mm. Yeah. When I like moved back home. That for that show, like for a Nickelodeon show, was really good. Mm. That was a pretty good bit that he had, though. Yeah, Do good I look bit. like someone? That Do I look like someone that have weed? <laughs> Hell yeah! Because <laughs> he does. He does look like a dude with weed. I just gotta say, like, without spoiling Zombieland at all, because this isn't a spoiler episode, the fucking Bill Murray scene is so good. Solid. It's so good. Really good. Oh, man. Um, what did you think of? Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, uh, seems uh, it's, it's interesting. To me, I like Tony Collette a lot. Yeah, like, it seems like more exciting in context. Like, in if you said, hey, there's going to be a detective show about Tony Collette. Is it a show? Yeah, it's a Netflix show. Oh, I, th- I thought I it was going to be a movie. Oh, I think it's a show. Oh. Oh, it might be a movie. I might be wrong. Uh, but it's like with Tony Collette as a detective mm-hmm. and Schmidt's girlfriend from New Girl as a detective. Mm-hmm. Now, if, and I would have I been like, Cece? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, Vanessa. It's like, oh, oh okay. 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 Cool. But then like, and Caitlin Dever, and I'd be like, oh, she's fucking good. I'm like, John Dever? <laughs> Take me home? Could you roll? They're bringing them back. <laughs> um, yeah, like the trailer is like fine, but like the cast is what I like about it. Or at least Tony Collette and Caitlin Dever. Uh, yeah. 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 All right. How about this Casey Affleck vehicle? I mean, this seems like the definition of being a vehicle, right? Like when people call a movie a vehicle for somebody. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you write, direct, and star in it. Yeah. It's a vehicle. Yeah, he's Woody Allen. Allening. Allening. Woody Allening. Laning. Woody Allening. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, yeah, writing, directing, starring in the film called Light of My Life, which is about him and his daughter in a, some sort of post apocalyptic Oh, my God. Post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic. Microgement. Microgement. Um, uh, scenario yeah. where his daughter's the only girl left in the world. 
yeah. the opposite of one of your favorite comics ever. Mm-hmm. Why the Last Man? Yeah. I don't know if that was a vibe that you got at all. Uh, or thought of it all through the trailer, but... No, I didn't. Because I, th- I think tonally, I don't know anything about Why the Last Man, but tonally, it doesn't seem like that. It, it's Why the Last Man has more, like, if you had that, but, like, more, like, pop culture references. Oh, okay. Like, if you had, like... It's, like, that, like, dark and kind of sad seeming. Why the Last Man is fucking dark as shit. Yeah? Um, yeah. Okay. But that's, like, what Brian K. Vaughn does. He has, uh-huh. like, really, like, fucking, like, gripping, really, like, horrific okay. things. Like, it's not, like, it's not, like, uh... Uh, Garth Ennis fucking mm. horrific but it's like it's dark I mean it's it's an apocalyptic world and there's fucking dog there's a there's a a, a team like or like a, like a group of like cultish women uh, that literally like cut off one of their boobs in order to be in part of the group and they're called the Amazonians and like they make it their like life's work to try and fucking hunt down why uh, yeah why York Brown is, is, Damn, is his full dude. name He's the last man on earth. Why do you got to hunt him down? That's mean. Because they're like very much like uh, like radical feminists almost like in the way that they're like, like, no, the, like this is a, like a, almost like a sign from God. That, mm. I don't think if there's if they bring religion into it, but they're basically like this is like a sign that like like women need to empower. Like we shouldn't be mourning the, the, the death of, of men. Like, because everyone's like setting all all the women that are left over. Like, mm-hmm. I set up a huge memorial to to men. Men. And what else do they use other than the the Washington Memorial? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's giant. Very, it's giant dick. Yeah, it's very phallic. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, and then they sh- show up. Like everybody's like like crying and like mourning mm-hmm. the, the the loss of like of half of the fucking human race, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and they're like, "Yo, you shouldn't be fucking mourning. Like, this is a this oh. is a this is a fucking new future." Except none of you can have kids, mm-hmm. so like the future is yeah, short. Kind of, yeah, over. short future. <laughs> um, anyway, what do you think of the trailer for this Casey Affleck seems, movie? Uh, seems interesting. I thought it seemed really good. Seemed interesting. I thought it looked really fucking mm-hmm. good. I got some violence in there. I enjoyed. Yes, that. that violence was kind of unexpected in that trailer. The a little more bit. I think about this, is actually a lot like uh, Why the Last Man. Yeah. Should probably be more excited for it. But I, I thought be more excited for an actual Why the Last Man thing. There is a Why the Last Man. The show's coming out. Is it? Yes, we've talked about this. I know, before. I know that we've talked about it, but it's like one of those things that I feel like has been on my brain, and I've heard about it. Listen, before, they're and coming. It keeps, and it keeps it, they're coming. Like The Witcher is like the first of those things to come. Like there's more coming. I, I, unless I get a release date with like fucking and trailer, I know that it's available. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna get my hopes up. Okay, that's fine. Because it's just one of those things. You know like, what vibes I got besides Why the Last Man, which I know nothing about, but just because of being the in road. Like, n- no, is that the movie with Viggo Mortensen? Titanic. Hunt for Red October? Stop. Is What's the fucking movie? What's the movie? Finding Nemo? You need to stop right now. The movie with Casey Affleck that's very sad, but really good. With, Manchester with by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. Yeah. Yes. That's the Has that dude made any fucking thing? Uh, the, the dude that wrote and directed that? Uh, uh, I can find out who that is. I, I found out. Love that movie, man. Manchester by the Sea. So yeah, Manchester I, by I the Sea. For anybody who's like listening that. to this and they're like, "Oh, you know, I heard that's pretty good." Maybe like it's sad as fuck. It's a super sad movie. If you can't, but deal it's with fucking, fucking good. If you can't deal with sadness in movies, don't fucking don't watch, watch Manchester by the Sea. Yeah, if you're one of those people that like, and if, if you think that it's going to be a cutesy movie, no, don't dude. don't fucking watch no, it either. Dude. 
If you're, yeah, if you have to go into it with the right mindset. Yeah. If you're like, okay, I'm gonna watch a really depressing movie yeah. with some fucking incredible performances. Yeah. If and you're really one of the people, because it's a thing, people like mm. a lot of people, and it's fine. A lot of people don't like to watch something that makes them sad, and that's fine. You know, that's your prerogative. Yeah. But like, this movie is amazing. Manchester by the Sea is amazing. Give me a movie that I can be engaged with in any kind of fucking way possible. Am I horrified? Is it provoking thought? Yeah. Is it making me question myself and my? Is it my making identity? you feel stuff? Yeah, it w- but but I mean, do you? You can get that. Do you care? Whole... Do you care about the the characters you're watching? Yeah. Um, I he's probably got... the only thing that I don't want to get is probably boredom. Yeah, that's probably the only. Kenneth thing Lonergan has uh, a thing he wrote called "Like Father," but there's no cast involved in it, and there's no director, and he's part of a writing group, so he I doesn't really. Make it's kind of weird. He doesn't. He he uh he wrote four episodes of a TV miniseries called Howard's End, and that's it since. Kenneth Lonergan. Manchester I know you watch this show. Make some other shit, dog. You're fucking talented. You're good at what you, you do. You live for me. <laughs> make me things. Uh, all right, I got one last bit of news. It's a rumor. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but it's it's rumored that J.J. Abrams has signed a deal with Warner Brothers, and part of it involves directing both a Superman movie and a Green Lantern movie. Can you think of... Like, okay, if I was to show you Man of Steel, right? And then fucking force you to watch Batman vs. Superman as torture... And then, like, you were so defeated at that point that you just sat there while Justice League played and you just couldn't do anything about it, right? Just put you through a horrible day. Right. I'm sorry. You, like, clockwork oranged me and, yeah, like, fucking, like, really opened sorry. up my yeah, yeah. eyelids. That was, that was during Batman vs. Superman. But once that ended, you were so defeated. You just right. fucking couldn't move oh, while, just, while Justice League happened. And I just accepted it. Yeah, yeah exactly. If I told you that and I was like, okay, this, this dude, Zack Snyder, is responsible for these films. Uh-huh. And then I was like... Think of the opposite of this guy. J.J. Abrams is up there on the list of dudes that are the opposite tonally, I think, of Zack Snyder. You think so? Yes. Hmm. I would say like Woody Allen is probably... I'm, I'm thinking more like still in an action movie, though. Oh, like okay. someone to make... Still like if like you were an, like, oh, if you could pick someone else to make like action superhero films, yeah. Yeah. that's the opposite tonally of Zack Snyder. And like quality-wise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe... Um, Listen, Zack Snyder's shit is beautiful. Okay, it it looks great, and so, but the, but he's got a fucking Jesus complex. But the, but the ma- major uh, point that like uh, we should make here is that fucking like whatever you want to say about J.J. Abrams, he's done a fairly good fucking job with adapting that the, like, fucking nerd culture. The Star Trek movies are good. Star Trek movies. His are Star good. Wars movie was Star good. Wars he's doing good. the next one. I think it's probably going to be good. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> And he, he he makes some pretty good movies, and I also think that he's pretty good at making feel good movies as well. So yeah. hopefully, fucking he can he can have a maybe a, he'll understand that like Clark maybe Pence. he'll understand that Superman is supposed to be a fucking good person who does things because it's the right thing to do. Yo, give me fucking Timothy Chalamet as a fucking young uh, Clark Kent. Dog, he's so fucking like distraught all the time. He's always like he's got like a James Dean quality where he's like he's almost always about to fucking cry. You know what I'm saying? He's like just always so. Distraught. Is that what you think of when you think of Clark Kent? Oh yeah, this, this little bitch. Are you dog. Zack Snyder? <laughs> <laughs> He's always mopey, Damn, and man. his parents suck. Oh, Are you shit, sure I'm you're Zack not Snyder. thinking of Bruce Wayne? Oh shit! Oh shit! His parents didn't I'm, suck. They were dead. I think just like Zack Snyder. 
I, dude, to me, like, if you're like J.J. Abrams making a Superman movie, let let Henry Cavill play Superman again. Henry Cavill's a perfectly fine Superman. Yeah. He looks perfect. But just do something and, different with Clark like, Kent. like, Henry Cavill is capable of being fucking not a cardboard box, too. Like, he's a good actor. Uh-huh. Just let him smile. I, I don't know if I've seen... Has he played like a really like charming? You've he's seen very charming from, in the Man from Uncle. I haven't seen it, so he's he's not charming in the new Mission Impossible movie, but he's like I don't know how to explain. He really he reloads his arms, you know, like it's fucking ridiculous and awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally like there's a part, <laughs> like, it's insane. There's a sense of humor to his character. Yeah, kind of, but like not on purpose. It's just like so, like okay. it, it's like so ridiculous. It's like it's like they made they were making the movie right, and they were like, "Here is a guy that Tom Cruise is going to get in a fight with," right? And he's played Superman before, so let's just make him be able to throw people through solid walls for mm. no like because he can. Yes. It's just fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and at any fucking point, Tom Cruise can just fly away in his jet. So exactly. you have to give him exactly. some superpowers. Exactly. Ain't no way he's fucking driving that jet. Why? Ain't no way. Why Ain't don't no you way. think he can fly a jet? That's such a fucking crazy skill. It's not like Listen. playing a guitar. Yeah, okay, okay. But is it, though? <laughs> what? All you gotta do is flick some switches, fucking do the stick. It's a jet, dog. Do it's the not stick. a fucking... Like, helicopters, that but makes listen, sense. Listen. Bill Burr can learn how to fucking fly a helicopter. He's not doing, like, it's the tricks. Jet. He's not doing, like, the tricks, I don't think. You know, he's not doing, like, the... the He's not doing that stuff, but like the takeoff, I believe it. He just flies up, comes back. I believe it. Dog, it's a jet. I believe it, dude. I believe in Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any interest in a Green Lantern movie? Yeah. Okay. They can can be good. I like that. That's almost more interesting to me for J.J. Abrams because he has so much sci-fi experience now Mm. between Star Trek and Star Wars. Like. Green Lantern should be like a wild sci-fi movie. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking space cop. That's what he is. Mm-hmm. He's a space cop. Yeah. Don't watch the Ryan Reynolds movie. Just don't. Don't waste your time. It's fucking awful. Space Cop also sounds like a sequel to Kindergarten Cop. I'd watch that. Is that Arnold? Arnold. In the future. Has Arnold never played a space cop before? Of any kind? What is he in Total Recall? A space cop. <laughs> Okay, good. He had to have at least been one, right? <laughs> like, if you were to sit, like, like, let's just say, God forbid, Arnold Schwarzenegger passed away, right? And you were, like, running down the list of characters he played, and some form of space cop wasn't on there, I'd be sad about that. He should have at one point been a form of space cop. Yeah. All right, good. We're good. We're okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. You want to talk about Max Holloway? Yeah, we could do yeah. that. There's some other sports things too. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, fucking. Hey, Max Holloway is really good. Yeah, he's a good fighter. He's a really, really good fighter. Yeah, decent, I guess. He's pretty. He's all right. You know what I liked about that fight? What was that they just had so much respect for each other? Yeah, I love when that happens. But it's like, what, yeah, like w- w- there's like certain guys that you're just like. Why would these guys have beef? Yeah, why like, would Frankie no Edgar and Max Holloway have any exactly. beef? They're just like really great fighters who mm-hmm. respect each other's work ethic and personalities. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, he's fucking great. And they're also like very super similar fighters as well as far yeah, as like, like, like they both are like super cardio, mm-hmm. uh, uh, high volume, very active fighters. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So it's like, why would they have beef? Yes. And like, it's like, it's, 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 it's really refreshing in the modern UFC landscape because so many dudes are trying to be like the next Conor McGregor and be a shit like, like this weekend, Colby Covington is fighting Robbie Lawler and like Colby Covington never shuts up. And it's like, who are you? Like, come on. We're gonna watch the fuck out of that fight, dude. Yeah, and I'm gonna be like, fuck fucking out. tear him into pieces, fuck Robbie. Yeah, tear him into go, pieces, Robbie. Robbie. I watched a Robbie Lawler highlight reel last night. Oh, that's gotta be fun, dude. dude. He's fucking disgusting. He's yeah. a fucking horrifying man. Yeah, he's so good. Violent as shit. Fucking massive, massive fucking dude. Just a, a beast. He's a fucking bulldog, man. He's also just like seems like a cool guy though. Yeah. Like, what was that? Like. He's, yeah, he was. He's like. Seems like someone you would you would want to have a beer with. Yeah, yeah. If, if I liked beer, yeah. If you liked beer, <laughs> if you were comfortable like, enough, like that saying, like like someone you want to have a beer with. I'm like, I don't want to have a beer with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hate beer. Can oh, I just no. have like some Dr Pepper and hang out? <laughs> All right. So he seems like someone you'd have a Shirley Temple with. Yes. <laughs> like Post Malone. If you're comfortable enough with your uh, masculinity. Like Post Malone. Post Malone had, had a Shirley Temple? Mm-hmm. Did, have we talked about that before? No, we haven't. You, yeah, you served Post Malone yeah, at you, Buffalo Hey, Wildlings. Post, what's up, man? <laughs> you were insanely nice. Post Malone is an insanely nice person. Yeah. Super sweet guy. His friends were really cool. Mm-hmm. Had a Shirley Temple. Yeah. He I've ordered always... some Stud Light, which is I didn't know, but is apparently a term for Bud Light. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was super nice. Very he, cool. He always, I always thought like I had that idea in my head ever since I saw this video one time he had, he was on tour with uh, rich Chiga, mm-hmm. I think, or he was just at a concert or something mm-hmm. like that with him. Um, but apparently they're, they're, they're friends and it was rich Chiga's birthday mm-hmm. and, uh, he hired like a mariachi band for rich Chiga. <laughs> I, I, I was like, Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. He was like in like Rich Chiga was like really enjoying yeah. that stuff. Um, but yeah, Fucking, he seemed, he always seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, that was cool. It was kind of weird. It was kind of like, that's the first time I've ever been like in a room with a really famous person, like right. somebody super famous. Yeah. Like a, a, another time I served a, a girl who's like a YouTube YouTuber and she like, but it's like for like younger kids. You didn't know I didn't know who was. she was. Other people knew. Uh, another, I'm fucking like 90% sure Alonzo Trier was there once, but like, I didn't confirm it Right. and no one else believed me. So maybe I was wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Alonzo Trier. Dog, if you're running to Frankie Smokes and you don't text me immediately, I'm gonna fucking <laughs> stab you. I'm gonna fucking stab you. Uh, I think I would recognize Frankie Smokes. Like, does he still have the tips? The does he still have the dyed tips? Yeah, I think so. Okay. But here's the thing. If you don't recognize him at first, just kind of like stand like six feet away and like, here, you'd be like, here's, here's your And trick. if he can reach me? If he can reach you, no problem. <laughs> That's Frankie Smokes, dog. I almost like, I was like, is that Alonzo Trier? I could take a picture and send it to Chris mm-hmm. and he would be able to tell me. But I was like, that's super creepy. I'm not going to do it. Yeah, that is a That's super weird. weird. But yeah. But like what I was saying, like it was super weird, like being in the presence of someone who's super famous. Yeah. And like everyone in the restaurant was like waiting for him to leave so they could ask him for a picture and shit. It was very strange. Right. And like... He was cool about it. Like he took pictures with people who asked and he yeah. seemed really nice. But like you could also tell there was like he has to deal with this everywhere he goes and it just seems like it'd be really annoying. He was super nice though. Yeah, dude. Fuck Dope fame, dude. man. Fuck fame. I just want to be rich, not famous. <laughs> uh, what other sports stuff did you say you want to talk about? I mean, there was like just a couple small things that happened in the NBA. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Tim Duncan. 
fucking coaching on the Spurs now. That's yeah. great. It's really awesome, it's, right? Did you hear Pop's quote about oh, it? Dude, fucking say it for that. He said, so Pop in the press conference was like, oh, you know, I assisted Tim for 19 years, so I think it's about time he assisted me. Right. <laughs> Such just, a good line. Yeah. Just, Bro, what if he grooms him to, to replace him? How fucking perfect would that It'd be? be? So cool, right? Jesus, but it's wild because like Tim Duncan's got hair now. Dude, like, being a fucking Spurs fan has got to be the fucking easiest thing in the world. It's dope. Must be just great. I'm so jealous, but it's like also like they're they're like so low key. Yo, you know, have you been like, to San Antonio? No, nah. it's fucking dope. Yeah. When I when I made the drive to come out to, to move out to California with my mom, yeah. we stopped in San Antonio, and it was beautiful. We you went see to a the, lot of big women there. Thick women. <laughs> I was in a very touristy area, so I don't know if I saw the real San Antonians. Damn. Damn. Um, That's all that Charles Barkley talks about, dude. Yeah, is the Chuck, all, Chuck, 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 Chuck. Churros and thick women. <laughs> no, but like the, the fucking Riverwalk is beautiful. It's super dope. Right. Super dope place. Also, that's one of the goat level nicknames, Old Man Riverwalk. It's pretty great. Tim Duncan. It's pretty great. Also, the big fundamental. Great. Uh-huh. He has good nicknames. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it, it seems like a like a perfect thing if yeah. if he actually could end up being like a really good coach, yeah. right? Because like there have been plenty of uh, of players like uh, oh yeah, not great player does not mean great coach. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, it definitely doesn't make him a great executive either. Um, but Jordan, Magic <coughs> 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 <Imagine> Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something about being like a goat level player that yeah. hurts you. As an executive, but I'm well. Let's. I mean, Jerry West. Yeah, he is the logo. Danny Ainge, Danny Ainge is in goat level. Like, like Jerry West isn't quite a goat level player. Danny Ainge isn't like a goat level player. You know right. what I mean? But Magic Johnson and Michael Jordan are, and they're not great executives. Mm-hmm. And, but anyways, I, I, Tim Duncan seems like a guy that would end up being a good good coach, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, granted, I think I've only heard him talk like twice my whole life. Is it? Isn't his other nickname fucking Mister Fundamental? B- the Big Fundamental. The Big Fundamental. Yeah. Great nickname. Mm-hmm. Teach them fundamentals. Do they have like any young promising bigs uh, that he coach up? Lonnie Walker. He's not a big. Uh, Deontay Murray. Nope, not a big. Don't Derek say Derek White. White. Don't say Bryn Forbes. Jakob Pertle. Jake Puddle. Jake shout Puddle. out! Shout out! Game of Zones. Jake Puddle. It's about to make him the Jake Ocean. <laughs> that wasn't that funny, dude. That's the name of the episode. Jake Ocean. <laughs> That's so stupid. I love it. Oh, God. All right, I'm good. So what, was, what other NBA stuff happened? Really, yeah, just, it seems like delightful news. No, it's amazing. I, I, yeah. It's going to be cool to see Tim Duncan Spurs on the fans should be high. Fucking wearing yeah, a suit. it's going to be dope. Yeah. Really Can nice. I give you a hot take? NBA coaches should not be required to wear suits. I'm just saying. Yeah. Why do they have to wear suits? I want to see Pop in a tank top. That'd be That's awesome. all I want to see in life. That'd be awesome. Like, if they want to wear suits, they can. Like, he's already... Like, so you ever see the summer league coaches? They're just wearing, like, fucking yeah. dry fit mm-hmm. tees and shit. Like, yeah. why can't they just do that? Like, Greg Popovich is already so uh, sexually stimulating, mm-hmm. right? Imagine him in a tank top. Get the <sighs> fuck out, dog. Get out. He's got that beard now. Oh. Oh, my God. Stop it. God. Like a fucking silver fox. Like a like a white like it's a not even silver. Paul Newman out He's there. past being silver fox. He's just straight up white hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just god mode. Yeah, god mode. Fucking basketball Santa Claus. Yeah. Other one, a little a small little move that I found interesting. Kyle Korver. I feel like it's huh? Kyle Korver. Uh, 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 I'm just uh, guessing. What about Kyle Korver? He's on the Bucks now. 
So I was. It's in. It's in the arena. Oh, okay. Literally, it's like the same arena. The Bucks. With the Bucks. Oh, oh wow. There are other. There are other. Oh, guy that they, I forget. Thought they brought brought him. Uh, guy that was uh, drafted fourth overall a couple years ago. Dragon Bender. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I did see that. Yeah. So uh, holy they, they shit, Dragon Bender was the fourth overall pick. The Suns suck. Yeah. The Suns really are bad. They're they're like the the prime example of like don't hey, tank. I like. Yeah. Just because you tank doesn't mean it's like if just because if, you give, if you had an anti tanker and a pro tanker in a debate, the pro tanker would be like, look at the Sixers, and the anti tanker yeah. would be like, look at the Suns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they're also like a perfect example of like just because you give your young guys a lot of minutes doesn't yeah. mean that they're going to develop. Based on skill set, Dragon Mender on the Bucks is interesting. Mm-hmm. Big dude that can shoot. The 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 ceiling of who theoretically was I don't know to his be. actual shooting splits. Apparently theoretically, he was, can apparently shoot. Apparently, he was ass last yeah. year. I theoretically, he can shoot, but I don't know if he actually can. Right. Kyle Korver, I think, is like more impactful than him in terms of can final, Kyle Korver final shoot? Round. Uh, eh. Like, uh, I thought he was like. What other used to white dudes in the NBA have? Huh? I mean, if you're talking about a different white dude on the Bucks, fucking. You're a high flying fucking jumper. That's true. Connaughton. Pat, Pat Connaughton. Connaughton can fucking yeah. leap out the He can shoot gym. too, though. That's true. Um, hey Giannis, can you touch the, can you grab the rim without jumping? <laughs> uh, I'm, if I could dunk, I would also do that to Giannis just to say I dunked on Giannis. Yeah. But I can't dunk. Yeah. But then I would also be kind of like worried. Like I'd be like, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Yeah. Don't kill me. Giannis, dude, Giannis would not kill you for that. He's I too sweet. I understand what you're saying, but like, like, like he's, he's a sweetheart and I know that, but there's like a slight, like 1% of me is like, Hey. You could murder me. I, I know you can. Giannis is one of those physical specimens that you like look at and you're like, if that dude like decided when he was younger to be a fucking fighter, right? He could murder people. Oh yeah. It's like I th- the same thing with dude, LeBron. If he was a fucking heavyweight. Like if LeBron right. was a heavyweight fighter his whole life, he would be. He would have just murdered people. Yeah. It's insane. As long as they got chins, that's the only th- like. If they don't got a chin, you saw the the clips of uh, LeBron fucking playing that that they're in the layup the, the layup line at his son's game. Yeah. yeah. He's just fucking power dunking. Fuck, he's fucking still eyes at the fucking rim. Yeah. What do, you, what do you think? There's fucking LeBron James. I understand. It's LeBron James, but it's like, when is he going to stop? You know, it's got, it's got to. He's never going to stop. He's going to live that Tom Brady lifestyle. He's going to be elite forever. It's insane. Crazy impressive. Yeah, dude. He's going to like catch lobs from AD or something next year. It's going to be dope. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. We should really go to a game. Lakers but like game. the Lakers tickets are probably going to be cool. like $500. You know what? Since you came up with the idea, I'll let you pay for the tickets. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, is, there a, is there an equivalent to a Jurassic Park in LA somewhere? Because that's what we're getting. <laughs> 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 Fucking not going to the game. We're going to watch it on a big screen in a big crowd. All right. Still $4,000. <laughs> yeah. I'd go to Jurassic Park. That'd be fun. In Toronto? Yeah. Like to a Raptors game? Yeah. Like I don't like big crowds. Yeah, but like that's a very united purpose. It's like a it's like a concert. Like I I'm cool with going to a concert. It's like a concert kind of. Mm-hmm. It's a big crowd there for a thing. Yeah. It's not like just a bunch of random people in a random place. Right. That I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, I kind of agree with you. I'm more comfortable with crowds, but I'm also like not like that 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 moment uh at what was it? Fucking game 5 of last year's finals. Okay. When fucking Katie went down. Yeah. 
and the entire crowd started like, cheering, like cheering and shit. Like I would have, that would hey. make me feel uncomfortable. Hey. I don't, I'm not sure if I could like be in the center of like. Hey. That's why you don't go to a playoff game. There's too too much. It's too much at stake. Right. You go to like a like a prime time yeah. regular season game because like, I'd be afraid that like if if I even like said the word Vucevic around somebody, <laughs> what? That I might get stabbed. I don't think you're gonna get stabbed, dude. They're just I, gonna roast you. For I don't know, man. I'm them. very I'm very stabbable. I'm very stabbable, man. What what makes someone stabbable? It's their personality. Okay. Okay. Cause like physically speaking, every human is very stabbable, right? Are they? Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah, dude, your skin isn't very protective. I think certain people are thicker than others. I mean, obviously that's true. If we're talking about the Raptors, Kyle Lowry, <laughs> not very stabbable. Yeah, like if you try to stab his butt, like you could just yeah. fucking flex yeah, it's like, and the knife well, would bounce off. It's like that video of, you ever seen that video of the, the hippo that's like running through the savannah and there's like a bunch of lions on the hippo? No. I feel like that that's sounds what, awesome, what Kyle though. Lowry's butt would be like if you just stabbed a bunch of knives in his butt. <laughs> That sounds like a cool video. <laughs> no, it does not sound like a cool video. A... The the lions on the hippo? That oh, sounds awesome. I thought you were talking no. about the Kyle Lowry thing. I'm like, dog, that's a snuff film. That's fucking weird. No. Talking about the hippo. Hungry, hungry hippo. It's, it's kind of badass, dude. Fucking Hippos hippo. are super badass. Yeah. They're terrifying. Uh-huh. They're some of like the like the sleeper scariest animals. But they fucking they're they super will territorial. Fuck you. Up. And you can't, you they can't fucking will kill them. Rip you to pieces. Yeah, they're they're violent. Yeah, violent, super territorial. Ugh. And they got mouths that fucking open up like uh, 140 degrees or some shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah they're they're fucking fat. Yeah, they'll just fucking use that. They'll throw that weight around. Yeah, they're scary, dude. Like, I think if you like, if you showed it like somebody, a rhino and a hippo, you'd be like the rhino's scarier. Look at that horn. Nah, dog. That hippo is scarier. For sure, they killed more people than sharks. Yeah, yeah. That's probably because like people not are as dumb. much as vending machines. Though. Pro- <laughs> people being dumb, do vending machines falling on? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of that would be people being dumb on like on a savanna. So they go to the savannas. They go on like a a whatchem who's he? Oh, a, a what's uh, in a bucket? Uh, <laughs> a safari. A safari. Thank there you. you. I knew it started with an S. Yep. They go on a safari and they're like, oh, look at fucking hippo. Let's go pet mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Look at the little baby. Idiot. You look fucking little idiot. Baby hippo by itself. And then mama hippo is like, yeah. yo, get away from my baby. Yep. I'm going to eat you. It's like the thing that makes hippos worse is that they're not going to eat you. They're just going to kill you. Is that what I'm pretty, are? I'm, I'm like, six, I'm like 60% sure. <laughs> but like omnivores, I think they're omnivores. Are they? They'll, I don't they'll know. eat a person. We need to know more about hippos. I'm gonna find out. Like I'm find out right now if a hippo is an omnivore. <clears throat> Are hippos? I'm gonna say omnivore. Omnivorous. Hippos are generally considered as herbivores. Well, they do bite to defend and attack. Biting is not the same as eating. Hmm. So you're right on there. Yeah, dude. I know a lot Jackpot. about. I know a lot about animals. I don't. I've been watching a lot of bird videos recently. <laughs> what? Dog. Fucking birds are dope. I love birds. Like birds, birds are, are some of my favorite. Like if I could be an animal, I'd be a bird. Why? Because they fly. It's fucking awesome. Just that. Like yeah, I'd be some kind of like. 
pre- like predator bird, like a like an eagle, or a falcon. I'd be a bat. or a hawk. What? I'd be a bat. A bat? Yeah. Because I got a lot of parental issues. That's what happens, right? I don't get it. I don't get the joke. That's a Batman joke. Oh, Batman. Anyways, he doesn't have parental issues. Like I, I said before, it. they're just dead. That's issues. <laughs> How is that not that's one issue? Fucking. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> I watched a lot of bird uh, videos recently. Uh, it started off with like crow videos. Crows are fucking so smart, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. will fuck with you. Yeah. Like apparently, like crows, like when, uh, like if you piss a crow off, it'll go tell its other crow friends, and they will all fuck with you at the same time. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Uh, yeah, I watched another video where this, uh, this fucking, I don't know what it was. It was like a, like a heron, right? Was, okay. Like a seagull was fucking with its with its nest, right? What uh, you with, doing, seagull? Right. Stop and, that! And the seagull's much smaller than yeah. A heron, right? I'm not sure if it was a heron. But I know it was a seagull. It was one of those like long it was a, birds. It was a, it was a long well, it was necks. A, it was a big bird and yeah. a seagull. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The seagull was fucking with uh, the bigger bird's nest, right? And then the Might big have been bird an just osprey. says, "You know what?" Or yeah. no, ospreys aren't big. Never mind. Uh, but the the big bird goes like, "Okay, bitch, you been fucking with me, right?" Mm-hmm. Fucking grabs the seagull, right, and drowns it in the fucking lake. Dog. Look with his beak. No, with his, with his fucking with his big old foot, with his fucking big old claws, dog. It fucking drowns the seagull. I fucking sit there and watch this <laughs> video of this big ass bird drowning this fucking seagull like a gangster. That's it was so insane. Fucking crazy, dude. It was insane. I have this so. It's like food with me, right? I love watching food shows. I love them. I love hearing people talk passionately about cooking. Mm-hmm. I love learning about the different cultures of different right. food, but I won't eat any of it. Right. I don't like anything. I'm a super mm-hmm. picky eater. Right. Animal stuff, I love watching it. It mm-hmm. fascinates me. I think it's so cool. But I'm not stepping foot in nature. I'm not messing around. Right. I'm not getting eaten by a hippo. Are you not a zoo guy? I like zoos, but it's because like they can't get to me. Yeah. So like I can observe I in person. Like like I went to the San Diego Zoo with my mom, mm-hmm. and we watched these monkeys like for like thirty minutes because they were doing really interesting shit. Yeah. What was that the the gorilla exhibit? No. No, just regular monkeys. I went with my parents to the San Diego uh, Zoo. The gorillas are cool too. Gorillas, though. The gorillas yeah. are awesome. Yeah, the gorillas are really fucking interesting because like I saw like two like younger gorillas yeah. uh, wrestle. Oh hell I was yeah! Like, dude. I was like, Did they have like good technique, bro? It was fucking insane. Yeah, it was real. Like they had legit technique. I saw a, 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 a the bigger, slightly bigger gorilla, uh-huh, uh-huh. fucking arm drag a younger gorilla. No, I swear to God, that's dope. I was sitting there watching it and like grading their technique, bro. and I was like, they have good form. This is good footwork. Is there an animal that you would less want to wrestle than a gorilla? Uh, I. These are the kind of questions that people should ask us, by the way. Yeah, on our Q and A video. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess the environment matters, right? Because if it's in water, then you don't want like an octopus or something or anything that can swim. I'll, I'll fucking wrestle an octopus underwater. They got eight all day. Tentacles, dude. I would rather wrestle an octopus than a gorilla underwater. You'd rather be in yeah. the water and wrestle a non-aquatic being. Yeah. Why? But I feel like I could get away from an, from an octopus. I could kill an octopus. They're very jelly-like, and I could stab them. They're very stabbable. But they're like the smartest animal. They're very stabbable. I get that they're smart. I understand that, but they're also fucking... They're, it's, they're jelly, dog. 
fucking a, a, a big a one gorilla still? could if, if it gets a hold of me it, uh, I'm, I'm dead he's gonna but drown you he's gonna would drown I rather you. fight a gorilla underwater or a, a, a alligator underwater no g- gorilla gorilla the alligator's gonna grab you and spin and gorilla. drown you cause like maybe like the, the gorilla might be concerned with its the, own well being yeah, yeah, yeah 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 or maybe you can get lucky and just get its head underwater drown it with the gorilla maybe you have a better chance of drowning a gorilla than drowning an alligator <laughs> fuck it <laughs> That goes without saying, man. I'm saying. <laughs> also, like, like gorillas have sharp teeth, but like, I feel like it's not their primary weapon of yeah. Of they choice. don't utilize it really. They're, like, they'll bite your ass, but right. like, it's not their first thing they're gonna do. They're gonna uh-huh. fucking like rip you in half first. Yeah, yeah. that alligator's just gonna bite it's, you. It's not like first priority. Yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's the, almost like they don't. Play they don't want. They don't really want to eat you. Yeah, they, like they they like bamboo and shit and plants mm-hmm. and fruit. Gorillas are scary. Monkeys are terrifying in general. Monkeys are terrifying. Chimpanzees will literally rip your face off. They are scary. Like, it's weird how terrifying and, like, you know how dangerous they are, but, like, they're also, like, super cute. Nah, dude. I have a strict no chimp policy. Right. Strict no chimp policy. Mm -hmm. You're throwing a party, right? Party planner's like, yo, we're going to have some monkeys. Yeah. I'd be like, what? We're gonna have some monkeys in cages, and they're gonna dance. Right. I'd be like, "Nah, dude, I have a strict no chimp policy." Okay. And the party planner's gonna be like, "No, they're gonna be in cages. It's safe. They're not gonna be able to touch anybody." Listen, are they monkeys? And the guys will be like, "Yeah, they're monkeys." And I'd be like, "No, strict no chimp policy. I don't want them around me. Too dangerous. That's safe. It's too dangerous. Look, like, like smart man. They might just start start throwing their poop at me. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, that's too much. I'm not that's about it." But yeah, I like I love observing nature. I think it's awesome. I love watching like Discovery Channel shit and fucking like Planet Earth kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's super interesting. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm not messing with it, dude. Right. I'm not going out there. <laughs> I'd go scuba diving. You wouldn't. <laughs> are you are combining like my two biggest fears: getting eaten by an animal and the ocean. No. Is your fear of the ocean like necessarily like separate from the other thing? Yes, certainly. Just the really? I, I'm terrified of the ocean. Of just if, if there was no animals in the ocean, yeah, I'd be terrified. You still of be it. scared I of could it? Still fucking die out there, dude. Yeah, that's that's fair. Part so like part of my fear of the ocean though is driven from like an unreasonable fear of sea monsters. Like the fact like so some, when I was a kid, someone told me that we've only discovered like twenty percent of the ocean or whatever. And to this day, it haunts me because I'm like, maybe there's sea monsters. Right. You don't know. We don't know it all. And that freaks me out. Mm. It's like a deep-seated fear. Seated. Mm -hmm. Fear. With an A. No, it's S-E-E-D-E-D. No, like the sea, like the ocean. Oh. That was the... Oh. You made a... (laughs) I didn't realize that I made a pun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This cup comes from the zoo. Yeah, it's from San Diego Zoo. Yeah. Rex is like the mascot. A lion named Rex, though? I don't know how I feel about that. Right. Kind of like... <clears throat> eh. Eh. What are you, you going to call a lion? Fucking not... Oh, so here's the defense I have for Rex. I think in maybe like Latin, it might mean king. So if you're arguing it for Rex, that's like a, a reason that's for fair, it. That's fair. Yeah, it's something like that. 
Yeah, it is. Rex means king in Latin. Dude, I fucking pulled that shit out of my ass. So, like, from that perspective, I get it. Because, you know, like, king of the jungle or whatever. But, like, it's... Everyone knows T-Rex. It's what you think of when you hear Rex. So it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. What would I name a lion? I can't tell you, dude. I have to know the animal's personality before I name it. Right. I like calling animals the other animals, though. Like, if you gave me a dog, I like I would name it like Bear. Oh, okay. I like doing that. I think it's cool. Isn't that what uh, the fucking what's his what's his name? The dude, the main character from Sweet, not the main character, but like the the romantic interest from Sweet Home Alabama. He names Never his dog it. Bear. Never seen it. Every time I see, like, it's a good dog name. Yeah, Bear's a good name. dog name. Solid. All right. We're tangenting. Do you want to do shout-outs? Yeah, we can. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. So I was I like my I I kind of this is kind of a two shout-out episode for me because my first shout-out was going to be Miss Stevens. I'm my, like, no, yeah. But I I didn't want to wait till the end yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, episode yeah, yeah. to actually start talking about Miss Stevens. I wanted to bring it up right off the so fucking go watch Miss Stevens on Netflix. If you don't like it, you suck. That's what I'm gonna say. Whoa. That's what I'm gonna say. If Whoa. you don't like like I'm reasonable. I'm reasonable. If you don't like it, I hope you die. Um, but my real shout out, my real shout out uh, is a YouTube channel that I've been watching recently because uh, I've been trying to understand the the art of cooking a little bit more. The art of cooking. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, fucking the YouTube channel that I'm gonna shout out is Binging with Babish. Oh, I know what that is. You've heard of Binging with Babish? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, pretty famous. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking yeah. got a, got a lot of followers on YouTube. Uh, I just I just got onto the the Babish train. I'm pretty sure he's on an episode of John Favreau's Chef Show on Netflix. Really? I'm pretty sure. That's yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, fucking really dope uh, YouTube channel. Um, he goes through, he he has a couple different things like a couple different like kinds of videos that he has on his chan- channel. Um, the one that I've been watching a lot is his uh, Basics with Babish. Um. And it's basically just him talking about cooking, talking about how to prepare a bar, uh, the the basics that you need to have in a bar, uh, how to make steaks, how to make tacos, how to make healthy food. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he has that. He has uh, a vlog. Uh, I I watched a video of him going through the uh, the bourbon trail in Kentucky. And it was pretty interesting. It was pretty interesting. Um, He has another set of videos that are... uh, Basically, him making meals and I think drinks as well. But like, uh, he's making food from famous movies and television. Oh, that's shows a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. Does he ever go over his credentials? Like, what makes Babish? He's a chef. A dude you want to learn? Like, it's just he's a chef. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's uh, they're super informative. Obviously, uh, you can learn a lot uh, about how to make food and uh, how to just uh, you know fucking adult while you're in the kitchen. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's really funny. Like you can p- pick up the, the sense of humor that he yeah. has as well. It's important, dude. It's important for those cooking guys to have personalities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, dude, I, I said it before, dude, I fucking love a chef who's like really passionate about like the culture of cooking. It's just so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I love it. Right. There's another net. What's the show on Netflix? Cool. I can't remember the name. Stranger Things. <laughs> no. Dark. No, um, what, that's a weird second option there for you. Dark? Yeah. Have you even seen Dark? Nope. It's fucking not even in English. Nope. It's a wild one to go to. Yep. 
I can't remember the name. Crazy Delicious, I think it might be. But like, it's very focused on like the cultures of the food and they go to like different countries and stuff. It's very cool. I just think it's really interesting. Just mm-hmm. really interesting. And like those people are always so passionate about it. It's cool. Binging with Babish. Yeah. Binging with Babish is the YouTube channel. So I forgot to think of a shout out. Oh shit. But I'm just going to talk about the thing that I've been burning through. What's that? Binge mode Harry Potter. So oh. binging with Babish and binge mode. I might've talked about binge mode before. I think I at least referenced it when we talked about Game of Thrones because I, I listened to it during the last season of Game of Thrones. Right. Binge Mode is a podcast from the Ringer Podcast Network, which we were both fans of, uh, with Mallory Rubin and Jason Concepcion. And they've done four seasons of Binge Mode. Season three, two. Season two or three is Binge Mode Harry Potter. And uh, I mean as you can see from my phone case and from my life, I fucking love Harry Potter. It's like my favorite story of all time. Uh, and they go down, they like go through the books, like chunks, like chapter one through five chapter. There's some like the, I just started half blood Prince this week and they literally started off doing chapters one and two of half blood Prince. And it's like an hour and 45 minute podcast. So they do it. Like they break down the books in huge detail, really breaking down themes and motivations and, connecting dots from early in the series to later. And then they have an episode dedicated. They do the whole book. Then they do one episode on the movie. And then they do like some random other episodes thrown in. Uh, their Harry Potter stuff is, is it's fucking amazing. It's, it's like, it's such good content for if you like Harry Potter and you're just want to, it just, yeah. Like, it's like, dig. if you just want some more content, if you just want some fucking Harry Potter content. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to get to their Fantastic Beast episodes. I want to hear what they think about those movies. Okay. Um, they have, so like, <laughs> Binge Mode started as a Game of Thrones podcast. Season one is all, like, they binged Game of Thrones up until like the second to last season, I think. And they do like an episode per episode? Yeah, episode for an episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they did like, I think they called it Binge Mode Weekly for a little bit where they like, kind of like how we do a spoiler episodes where they were like, Here's a movie we're going to do one out. And so they, they like did like, made a really shitty podcast. Yeah, exactly. Like ours. Very shitty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, binge mode. And like specifically, I've been tearing through the Harry Potter stuff. And it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, binge mode and binging with Babish. Lots of binge your hearts out. Mm-hmm. Um, like I mentioned earlier at the top of the show, Q&A episode. Hit us up with questions. Poll. Go vote on that. What's the episode? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. There you go. This Thursday. Look forward to it. Find Chris on his website. Read his scripts. ChrisMichaels.com. ChrisMichaels.com on Instagram. I am at Davinwell25 on Twitter and Instagram. The show at TCAXPod on Twitter. The poll's going to be there. You can ask questions there. Uh, the Chris and Kyle Show on Facebook, on YouTube, on all podcasting platforms, on Instagram. Throw your questions on there too. The poll's also on Facebook. It's been fun. We out. We out. Stay weird.